This is the Lunch Boys Emergency Transmission. A group of unlikely heroes from Reddit managed to take down some Wall Street hedge funds. As Wall Street investors shorted the stock of video game retailer GameStop, Reddit users united to buy the stock, causing the hedge funds into a short squeeze. On this episode of The Lunch Boys, the boys discuss what actually happened and what implication that has for the rest of us. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to The Lunch Boys. Uh, there has been a, a second capital storming, but uh, you know, a different, different kind of capital, capital with an A. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the GameStop stock prices, Jesus Christ. Good stuff. Uh, he is holy. Yeah, and man, at this point, so is the GameStop stock. <laughs> Good lord. Um, so it's been a wild couple of days for people who care about this sort of stuff. It, it, this one wasn't as like tangible as like the Capitol storming that like January sixth. You know what I mean? Well, I but, guess but it's, it had it's like less the, tangible because fewer people knew about it until it became a spectacle. Yeah, and like. But at the same time, I think the implications of it are just about as like deep and intense, you know? Because oh, like, it's it's the, way more important than the Capitol building. The Capitol building was just stupid. This one actually yeah, might like, <laughs> have reverberation yeah. in history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the the Capitol right with an O, you know, the the building uh, was like a right wing populist sort of movement against the elite. And then this one was a left wing populist movement against the elite, which like, and as a, you know, libertarian anarchist or whatever, any populist movement against the elite, I'm kind of fine with, I, I, I wish, I wish the really impactful one was done by the right wing instead of the left wing, but like, you know, whatever. I don't fully understand though, how this what makes is this right or left, left wing. wing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just saying like Reddit is generally very left wing, so I'm just I'm kind of making an assumption. But also, then everybody on Twitter I see really talking about it is either an anarchist or a socialist. Like, yeah, this is we just got to do this down with capitalism thing. You know, what which I mean? is funny because they used capitalism <laughs> to, to to down Wall Street. So that's kind but of you, ironic yeah, to me. The free market, not only is it better at everything, but it's even better than the government at doing the government thing. More wealth has been redistributed, right? <laughs> you know, via the free market and the Robin Hood. So I guess should we should we, back um, up to yeah, explain recap, what happened. Recap what actually happened. So uh, there's a Reddit sub forum uh, called Wall Street Bets, and they had a coordinated attack against uh, Melvin Capital, which is a hedge fund group or. Which is corporation, whatever. Did, am I correct? They technically, you could really just say they they coord a bunch of people, not just one group, but or not just one hedge fund or whatever, not just one other financial firm or whatever. God, I hate this stuff. Anyway, um, <laughs> they 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 as a group kind of created their own pseudo anarchist firm and they squeezed the short. Uh, yeah, so they didn't really like attack. Uh, they just together. Could, could, made a conglomerate out of the out of themselves not literally yeah. they just sort of said we're going to do this and then squeezed a short yes right so, so, so what the context needed is like a short is when you borrow a stock and not the money to buy a stock but like the stock itself and then you sell it immediately so like for example you borrow a hundred dollar stock you sell it for a hundred bucks and now you're hoping that the stock price goes down to eighty dollars and then you buy a stock at 80 and then return it at 80 and pocket the $20 difference times like thousands of shares of stocks. But the only downside is you, if it goes above a hundred, you know, then you lose whatever. And your, your amount of gain is limited to, you know, like two X, you know, uh, X being, or I guess X, the price of the stock. Cause it can only drop to zero, you know, so if you bought it for a hundred and it dropped to zero, it can, then you it get can only, in this profit. particular scenario, it can drop to zero, but it can also go to infinity. It, but it can also, the, the, the potential for gain is a hundred percent gain. The potential for loss is literally infinite. And granted there's like real world constraints on it all, but theoretically infinite. Um, so Melvin, uh, took out like a bunch of shorts on GameStop and wall street bets on Reddit was like, 
aren't we kind of tired of seeing these billionaires making record profit while 40 million people are out of work or whatever the number is? So they're like, wouldn't it be hilarious if we all went in on GameStop and boosted the price artificially to bankrupt them? And then and they what's did e- it. What's, what's <laughs> even better, though, is that once everybody on Reddit bought this stock, that means that that hedge fund not only did they have to match all of it, but in buying back those stocks, it made the price go even higher. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, uh, I think because it was like a double sell. Yeah. It was like a bunch of people sold it, and then they had to buy it back, and then it's like, because oh, so hedge this must funds, be really in demand. Hedge funds work off of a lot of capital. Yeah. So the uh, if you look at the one month graph, uh, for the last it looks like four to five to six months. The GameStop price has been hovering between four and eleven dollars ish, um, and then the peak of it, uh, sometime I believe it was yesterday or today. I don't, I can't remember. Yeah, it was today. The peak was four hundred and ninety-two. And so, just for the record, what the hedge fund was doing was totally legal. It was the yeah. right move to do. Like using yeah. technical analysis, you can realize that GameStop as a retailer was overvalued even at that low price especially yeah. with the lockdown and everything they were losing and money. also internet downloads for video yeah, games like, exactly it, like they're they're at the end of their lifespan as a company yeah they're a blockbuster the <laughs> yeah, yeah essentially i mean they made a playstation that doesn't take discs yeah yeah if that's not a big f you to all the retailers out there i don't know what like it is. exactly so what's really funny about this is what the reason why this is funny is because they essentially propped up a company for seemingly no reason besides bankrupting hedge funds. So on face value, <laughs> is it good to just bankrupt hedge funds? No. I mean, like hedge funds serve their purpose, right? Granted, they, what is the purpose of a hedge fund? I mean, they, you can essentially have like... A, I'm going to ask all the questions. <laughs> you can have like a lot of constituents or just like clients of a hedge fund. Um, I don't have the knowledge or time, let's say, to study the market and invest my money. So I might buy certain shares or like into a hedge fund and they create a portfolio for me. And tons of us are doing that. Hence, it's a hedge, right? Again, and now with all this greater volume, you can generally you want to take safer buys into the stock market. And that's their job. The hedge fund, as far as I understand, generally make money off of, um, what's it called? Uh, they don't make, like, it's just bu- from the exchange. from the Financial contra- cuckery. From, from the, no, I mean, like, as a, as a middleman, as contracts yeah. are being made, they just make money per contract, right? Yeah. That might a be commission? the wrong... There you go. Essentially, but yeah. it's not a commission of the sale. The sale doesn't have to go well or poorly. It's so just like a transaction, transaction it's a, fee. There you go. It's a transaction. Yeah. Fee. I couldn't find that word. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. Right? Like that's that's just that's a that's fine that they do that. And is it also fine that these people discovered that cuz a lot of times these um when a hedge fund makes a move, like you can see all these bets on the exchange or like the the short. There is a short position for this amount. You just see it. And that's how the Reddit guys caught on to it. And also what the Reddit guys did, also totally legal. So realistically, like nothing uh, illegal or necessarily bad took place, except for it undermines the stock market's validity to some extent, which you can argue whether or not that's a good thing. As a society, the stock (laughs) market has a function. And granted, we stepped away from that function a long time ago, but it serves its purpose. Uh, it's a way for people to take their extra capital and potentially make more capital and companies can benefit people that invest can benefit. So that's all fine to, to so, hedge against inflation even. Yeah, sure. The like, reason you have to. that this became a, an issue is that the moment these hedge funds started to realize that they were on the losing side of this. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> oh, oh, we need to stop this. Yeah. We, we they halted to, trading. And I, like, I, I, and this is why this is a bigger event than the capital. One hundred percent. Even though, by the way, like the exchange has halted several times, and they even have like certain mechanisms in the stock exchange. But, but they they specifically targeted these shares. That's what's even or, or more these. Sus. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? These symbols or these those stocks Ticker, specifically? The tickers, yeah. 
yeah, whatever the t- technical term is. Like they specifically targeted uh, GameStop, AMC theaters, Nokia, and BlackBerry, and Bed Bath and Beyond. I think, or not Bed Bath and Beyond. There was one other one because those were like the targeted stocks. And, like I put in some orders because of course I did. I'm gonna try to cash in on the meme. Why not? Uh, and then I woke up to them saying, "Oh, we can't get it to you right now." I'm like, well, "Excuse me." <laughs> there are different. Uh, I guess middlemen that'll basically broker for you. Like there's Ameritrade and uh, yeah. H&R Block and uh, E Scott Trade and all these kind of stuff. E Trader, Robin Robinhood specifically is a phone app that makes it super yeah. super easy for literally anybody to just buy stock. It serves a great purpose. Wait, e- even better, the the their mission statement was to make investing accessible to everybody and not just like the top Hence 1% the name or whatever. Robinhood, right? Yeah. Which if people are unfamiliar with but the idea, then what Robin did they do? Hood <laughs> stole from the rich and gave it to the poor, right? Actually, I think he stole from the tax collectors, but like whatever. That's not important. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah. The children's yeah. version of the story is exactly what Henry said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and that's the colloquialism <laughs> that everyone else knows, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Dave Chappelle version Men in Tights that is the my preferred version uh, <laughs> if you guys remember <laughs> Men in Tights tight Tights <laughs> that's Jake's academic contribution to this podcast so far <laughs> but so and that's insane that they essentially this app just kind of like shut down and they're like no we're, we're not going to do this and I think people were even getting messages on the app saying that you would essentially Whatever that closing price was. Fact check, it was tax collectors. Sorry. Well, that's that's in the original tale, right? And it's yes. an autistic bastard. It's really, it's, <laughs> I'm libertarian. I have to make the point. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. And didn't Jesus Everyone the else knows the, the uh... Disney story with the freaking fox, Ryan. That's what everyone else knows. Yeah, there were tax collectors there too. So whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what did Robin Hood do? The, so the essentially, app, not they, the person. They <laughs> steal from tax collectors. Apparently, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they basically they paused uh, that trade. So whatever the the closing price was for when they shut down the app, that's what they essentially forced you to sell at. Or I guess you could hold if you wanted. It, it's it's even more hold nefarious because it's not like they shut down all trading. They specifically made it Just so you those, could sell. Yeah, but you, but you could sell, but you couldn't buy. Right, which is even worse because that then that's just an artificial like supply dump. It's gonna it is the, fake people to out. Me, like that it's is gonna the drop the price. Of rigging. Yeah. It it is yeah yeah and like there it, this is an original take, but there's a, been a billion memes floating around saying like oh when the Fed and big banks like rig the market, it's just banking and like monetary policy. But when normal people oh, do it, it's illegal. Even. Yeah, exactly. But when Thanks, normal Yellen. people do the it, worst it's a, it's a, you know, this scandal that needs to be addressed. And like, look how fast the government got on this case versus getting you a check to feed your family because they put you out of work. You know, like when they well, are threatening, because they're not they even necessarily the government. That's why it gets weird. Like th- these it, are it's private all the companies. Same. Like it's the cathedral. I mean, they're, well, they're private the, the same way. They're private the same way. Raytheon very limited. Is. Yeah, the issue in my very limited understanding of this, right, is that there's a game that really, really wealthy people play. And then a group of people, which is a nice reminder that groups of people will always have more power than the elite, whether they be in government or just in fancy buildings, right? They said, you know what, F those guys, because the last time they kept short selling based on our affairs, we had a 2008 crash. And so, screw you, we're going to short sell you back. Right? Or whatever they're freaking doing. Who cares? It's just a bunch of ones and zeros and <laughs> numbers and dudes in suits. And when they when another dude with the suit walks in, someone makes a million dollars. I would like some anyway, of those ones and zeros. So <laughs> basically, what the masses did is they they put, they put cut a, a tie out of a black piece of construction paper and wore it. So then when they walked into the room, <laughs> they made themselves millionaires, which is much like how their normal guys do it and then they got pissed so they did two things number one they own the apps right or work with the apps a little of both in robin hood's case right Mm -hmm. so they said okay you can't buy any more of this stuff that's causing us to lose money but you're welcome to sell it which really helps me to recoup some of my losses Yeah. yeah right and then on the flip side of that they were also 
and you don't see as much reports about this, but some of the early stuff that I was seeing, uh, especially on Twitter, uh, these mugs were saying, asking the government to say, this is, this should be illegal. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, time out. Um, when you were short selling based on us not being able to pay the dang mortgage that you shouldn't (laughs) have given us, uh, you you sold it all, made a bunch of money, and then had the gall to come back to the Fed and say, can I get a bailout, please? And then the minute we start Too to play to your fail. game, the minute we start to play your game, you're like, oh, you're not allowed to play. This is what makes me it even should more be mad, illegal, though, guys. And the government should help me keep you yes. from playing the game. And yeah. I'm like, you... It, that's the part that I'm it makes me even about. more mad though because there's nothing illegal that took place today except for the big guys closing down the exchange that was the only illegal thing with 2008 uh, essentially nothing illegal was done either it was just bad practices the kind of unethical but, but, part hold, hold is on. that the they got bailed out it, it was bad on practices. the taxpayers it, dime. Oh. even worse it was bad practices based on government policy it was affirmative action and housing that caused the 2008 sure that's fine but like in uh in our well that's actually kind of a big deal in our i don't want to glaze over that because that's really important because a lot of the stuff that caused people to lose their jobs lose their homes lose their 401ks if it weren't for the fact that we were trying to be nice with the money it would have never happened which is just another case in point reason why when you've got even i saw a question asked today to the press secretary asking oh. about the st- stocks being shorted mm-hmm. and she goes mm-hmm. oh well uh guess what we've got the first female uh financial secretary something or another no one cares so i guess that's why she got the job uh i'm just kidding i mean it's, <laughs> it's really a big bad. role right it's a huge I'm role kidding. i'm totally <laughs> but kidding like, but just, it is so funny that you, that's just gonna, it's that was just to make my wife's eye roll but it's funny you say episode. that because who cares what your yeah. gender is or how you identify as or whatever. Just do your job so it doesn't screw everybody, right? Right. And Yellen so, but is notorious for screwing everybody. And Amen. Nobody cares though. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't care what your gender is, and I also don't care whether or not like someone who can't pay back a loan. Like, if I'm paying back a loan, right? Or if I'm actually gonna give out a loan, I'm not gonna give it to somebody that I know is not good for it, right? Yeah. And in the case of or my business risk, being you know? right. But in the case of my business being I give out loans, the point is for you to pay me back more than what I loaned out, okay? So when you start getting into affirmative action and stuff like that, you start giving loans, and it's not about black people versus white people or Hispanic people. It's just anybody in general who's getting loans that they should have never gotten that they can't pay. And then it ultimately causes a whole lot more than just those people to lose their jobs, to lose equity, to lose their 401ks. And Mm so just the fact that the same people who were betting basically against the american people yeah are now pissed off because we bet against them it's just rich it's just rich peter Schiff was right uh <laughs> no but yo, he keeps saying to dump bitcoin i'm about to do it well because it I hasn't moved much not yet um but no. real fast if you want a resource on that that we just talked about for the last two minutes meltdown by tom woods is an excellent recap of the 2008 financial uh, crisis from like a monetary point of view and it goes over like the Austrian business cycle and how the Austrian business cycle came out unscathed like it it is the best contribution of Austrian economics period because it works in every single t- time the the uh, the market takes a dip it, it's perfect I love it I'd like to use 2008 as a jumping point as to why today was so significant Obviously, what happened in 2008 is a huge deal, and as always, the banks got away with it. But it Mm -hmm. also came at this kind of a strange point in time where I guess social media wasn't nearly as big. People had phones, but we didn't necessarily have uh, smartphones, right? It was that transition period, and we got sold the lie that the banks were too big to fail. And to a certain extent, that's true. And there were some arguments made that if all those banks had fallen apart, you would essentially have a credit freeze and then you'd have a break in supply chain and et cetera, which guess what? We're in the exact same position now, especially with all these lockdowns, the supply chain is broken and liquidity is running out. There's an inverted yield curve and and all that kind of stuff. It's a big problem. Mm -hmm. But again, something so silly, right? This is why like memes win. And yeah, right. <laughs> because something so silly and relatively trivial, because if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, the hedge funds that went under, they may have lost a couple billion dollars, which I think it was three billion. That's a drop yeah, in the all. bucket, given the quad trillion dollars of like world money supplies, not to mention like the derivatives, 
on real estate and oil and so forth. So yeah. a lot of crazy stuff's been happening since 2008 that nobody paid attention to. Like oil was negative $30 yeah. for like a 24 hour period and right? nobody said anything. Dave David Ramsey was just like, oh, well, you know, uh, so it t- costs money to house it somewhere. So of, of course, yeah, it might cost money. And then within 24 hours, it's like back to where it was. And there, no, no answer. Like, oh, yeah. really? So yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, they got all those oil tankers from one side of the ocean to the other. Uh, no big deal. The more deal. I get into libertarianism, the more I look at Dave Ramsey, and I'm like, do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> I mean, he, uh, he is essentially somebody that figured out how to use the establishment to his advantage, and like, hats off. That's great that it worked yeah. for you. It's not yeah. going to work for our generation. Not um, a chance. Because everyone's going to die first. But... Uh, before we go down <laughs> fact that- check <laughs> true <laughs> I love it when Ryan does that true yeah. <laughs> that's like my favorite thing so um, all of a sudden people now I think are I, just reading through Twitter people are revisiting some of these crazy things that have happened in the last 10 years yeah. and they're starting to realize that the banks get away like bandits all the time they got away with Enron just an example Bernie Madoff essentially he's the only he made all the money and then he sat in jail for a while but so many people are part of this colossal money making machine right uh and specifically and to point the, out, the money making machine of the fed oh yeah like, exactly it, like so they lend they lend banks money at zero percent interest and then the banks lend it to us at interest it that yeah. like how is that it's not real cool just real good astounding to everybody but they don't tell you how the fed works for clear reasons because it's clearly a sham yeah so here's what's really fun in recent history i think uh 2019 ish uh rico i think that's what it's called rico charges were filed against jp morgan right Mm -hmm. and jp morgan is this colossal bank and it turns out that they've been rigging the precious metals market for a minute and i guess it started to get like too obvious they made it seem like only a couple of lower-ranking managers were to blame, and mm-hmm. they got charged uh, as like a fine, a billion dollars, and I think it might be in history like the biggest charge, like in history. So point zero zero one percent of worth or something. But they made so much more money yeah. in the meantime. Y- yeah, right. And they didn't fix the problem. So the the big issue in the precious metals market is that they've been selling derivatives per ounce but multiple mm-hmm. contracts. So for one ounce of gold, let's say, it's something like 100 contracts. So 100 people think that they have ownership of the same ounce of gold. So it's if like that, fractional reserve banking, but worse. If that's not fraud, I don't know what is. Could you imagine buying a house, but yeah. 100 people <laughs> claim the roommates. same house? <laughs> that You're is like, <laughs> outrageous. Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a great book by Murray Rothbard, you know, all of them. But uh, specifically, the case... <laughs> The Case Against the Fed by Murray Rothbard, the first like 30 pages, he basically makes the point that uh, uh, fractional reserve banking, which is what we live under now, which basically means that, you know, if uh, if you give the bank $100, they only have to keep 10 in the vaults, basically, and then they can lend out, uh, you know, the $90 elsewhere. But uh, he makes the, the case of fractional reserve banking is by definition fraud, because if that happened with any other commodity it would be fraud like any yeah. fungible commodity like wheat warehouses uh if they don't have 100 percent reserves it's fraud um and then he goes into like mises's checks and balances against fractional reserve and how banks just want to be able to do it in like a in a free market because uh, it's the answer to everything <laughs> <laughs> um i'm curious how that's like how that's okay or how that's like clearly wrong in other words um what do you mean to only have to keep the that it's fraud to only keep the ten dollars in the bank and then to loan the rest of it out. So they but make then, the like, case, I, if I understand correctly, that like but to finish the oh, question. Sorry. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, so I'm just hype. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just being a jerk because this whole concept is just aggravating to me. Um, but like, like why is it okay to then borrow a stock from someone and then sell it? with the intention of the value of it going down so you can buy it back. Like, why is that okay? I mean, that's, well, that's it's also unethical. One. That's a one for one transaction. 
right? So like, and, let's and say I have a stock. Or and I, mm-hmm. I think the best way to do it is like, imagine this with any. I think uh, Henry other, was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine this with any other commodity. Like I said, like a car or a vintage guitar or something. Like a lot of people are collectors mm. and buy things for, um, uh, you know, to for the appreciation purposes. So like. It'd be like buying one of those and hoping the price goes up and taking the bet that it would or wouldn't. And it just happens to be on stocks. But the 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 difference being, it's one guitar, and we all agree it's one guitar, and it's always going to be one guitar. Just like with short selling, it's one stock, and that's all it's ever going to be. It's always about one stock. With yeah. fractional reserve currency, you're you're essentially lending out money that you don't have effectively within a particular yeah. uh, branch of a bank. It's, it's artificial just the credit idea expansion. that you claim that you have it within the system. So I remember even um, uh, I was cashing a check like several years ago, like right after the, um, the crash. And it was like a larger sum. And the bank straight up told me like, we don't have that in right now. And yeah. I was like, sick. So money's not real, I guess. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, we just need a couple days. And, and basically you start swapping around money and so if you're let's say somebody that has money in the bank they'll just take your money tell you that you have a credit for that spot and just give it to whoever is asking for it right now and so then there was even i think um there was a movie that did this really well and it's talking about uh the great depression when that crash happened it was Mm -hmm. in 29 and effectively in that scene everybody rushes to the bank and they're like and it's called a run on the bank everybody goes in and they're like hey i want my money now and they're like well uh, Isn't that It's a Beautiful Life? Maybe. Am I crazy? That sounds right. Black and white movie. It's a Wonderful Life? Wonderful Life, yes. Beautiful Mind, Wonderful Life. Two different movies, <laughs> I think. Uh, um, get them mixed up all the time and, <laughs> for uh, some reason. So effectively, you go there for the money, and they're like, we don't have it. So in 2008, yeah. we ended up running into a credit freeze moment for like a day or like less than 24 hours. And like that's why uh, that could have become a colossal, terrible event, mm-hmm. which is why they quote unquote bailed them out. I on the flip side, you would just let it crash and let it play itself out. We made it a hundred times worse by yes. bailing them out because now the yes. same thing's gonna happen. But uh, worse. it can happen it can literally happen tomorrow or yeah. it can happen like five years from now. But yes. like there there is a, a a lifespan on this moment. And I just I really appreciate these Reddit guys because at least they brought it back to the forefront because hopefully people will at least prep a little bit. Yeah. Like it's coming and it's gonna be awful. But it, as long as you deal with it and actually let the free market work, it, yeah. everything's going to be fine. So, so I, guess, I guess we're just going to make this an episode on the, the business cycle. So the idea, the Keynesian idea <laughs> is that the... the <laughs> I bus, love talking about that. Uh, the, that the bust caused the boom. And then the Austrian perspective is the, the boom causes the bust. That the boom is like artificial credit expansion with like all this money being pumped in with like inflationary forces. And that it's... Um, allocating resources towards unprofitable and unsustainable projects and then when it gets to a point where it's not sustainable anymore and everything crashes mainly in manufacturing uh, historically um and then the depression is where people starve to death too that's fun yes also uh and then the depression or the bust in the boom bust uh is is the time where the resources go back to where consumer demand is and where they should actually be allocated and they wouldn't have been allocated if they weren't propped up by all this fake money being pumped in so that's the idea and like the depression is going to be long and hard and as (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) oh Um, dang the depression is going to be really long and very severe How, how long ryan of uh, depends on how much they they mess with it because if you look back at the great depression the new deal might have expanded it by like years so yeah. if they just like let it happen which i know is like very taboo but if they cut spending and cut regulation and cut taxes like they did in 20 and 21 where they had a drastic depression and then it was done in like eight months because they cut taxes cut regulations and cut spending and let the market work and then you have the opposite of that about a decade later with the great depression where it, we, we got about as close to communism as this country has ever seen and it just kept going for forever and then oh the world war ii got us out of the the depression no we no it didn't 
There was, <laughs> it there got was, us out of a lot of population, am I right? There was no unemployment <laughs> because there was a draft and we were at war. People were rationing meat, and you want to call that the end of a depression? You're it, Like, give me a break. Oh, and like pseudo-confiscating gold? That's cool. Yeah, not even pseudo-confiscating. They made private gold ownership illegal, and then when they gave it back, they pegged it at a higher price to try to make the dollar seem stronger than it was. Fun. It's ridiculous. But do you know what's crazy now? It... At least what we've been kind of propping up the dollar with is our like superiority militarily and basically <laughs> by threat of force. Yeah, yeah. And You've like seen dominating. Yemen. You've seen yeah. Yemen. You want to end up like Yemen, Spain? Use the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and essentially uh, propping up our currency with the petrodollar. Only people yeah. only being able to trade oil in dollars, and like that all might go away soon. And it should. And all the dollars are going to flood from around the world back to America. Which We're going to see means, hyperinflation. It's uh, oh, like a little growth spurt of inflation. <laughs> Man, why is milk a different price when I drove home from when I was driving to work? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was 300 now it's $500. And, and like, people are going to be losing money. Buy from- all the milk. The price is going to drop soon and then we'll get right back <laughs> yeah. to the store. <laughs> Hey, hey, Wall Street bets, can we go all in on milk, please? (laughs) And then, like, uh, wages are going to either stay the same or dip. Unemployment's going to go up as, like, companies go out. People are trying to make the point that, so, this COVID lockdown was actually suppressing the economy artificially. And, like, yes and no. Uh, It is artificial, but at the same time, you still have to deal with the fact that they can't as easily open back up. Because yeah. all that capital is gone. Yeah. And guess who has it? Ah, the, the banks. banks. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 banks. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, today didn't solve anything except for maybe open some eyes. I'm and I, like today was such a massive white <sighs> pill for people like me and like all of the people I follow on Twitter saying like, really and truly the power is with us it's just like the the point and like this is the cheesiest thing ever the power is with us they can't stop us you know the whole like joke when you're 10 like well they can't stop all of us if we just did it's correct if all of us decided to ignore the lockdowns well, tomorrow if you're in the World lockdowns would, and you start to storm a machine gun nest ah they might get you but if tomorrow <laughs> we decided that the lockdowns were over across the country the lockdowns would be over across the country we decide what happens it's our complicity that keeps them in power for the most part yes i agree um it does for all I, of i'm really part. interested to see how joe biden response to this you mean his handlers and when they stopped then i saw that it was short come on man he's like i remember when the and stock I thought, market came come out come on man <laughs> uh just run real quick to like what ryan said like they can't slap us all so this is fun there are bunkers all around the country that billionaires have bought and they have private security with machine guns. Mm -hmm. So they can all go in those bunkers. Let's say when this big collapse takes place and uh, yeah, try storming an airlocked bunker. Uh, and then they come out in two years. So they're not, they're not dumb. I'll give them that. Well, are they? Yeah. Yeah, You're right. (laughs) See, like that's the thing. A lot smarter than me. There was a, uh, uh, not necessarily the billionaires, but like the politicians. There was a tweet going around. It sounds, and you guys just went with it, like, yeah, yeah, sure, they've got bunkers. No, I, uh, I, sure, <laughs> but it is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but there was a tweet going around saying, like, repeat after me: I am not sm- smarter than Joe Biden. I'm not smarter than Kamala Harris. If I was, I'd what? be in their, their position. And it, like, I retweeted it saying, like, even if we grant that that's true then that removes ignorance from the equation and strictly attributes malice. Like if they are smarter than me and I can see all of the things that are going wrong, then yeah. they're doing it on purpose. And that's even For worse. Like, I mean, yeah, I honestly here? do think it's that. <laughs> I, I, I think it depends on the person like Obama. I fully believe he was doing it on purpose, but then Joe Biden, I really do believe maybe he's just that stupid. <laughs> they're the face of like a, a monolithic swamp. So yeah, yeah, like it's. It I is. mean, like the deep states running the show, and they are smarter than what a lot of people give them credit for. They've got crazy think tanks. They've got supercomputers that are thinking out like a thousand steps ahead, if not more. Yeah. So 
Yeah, at least. So uh, it's a. Uh, we're all gonna die. Does anybody else feel a little bit defeated when, no. like, you see this stuff happening? No. No. Today was a white like, pill for the generation. Like, I loved. Oh. I let's, loved it. Let's discuss pills for a second because we've been referencing pills for Pr- a hot really? minute, and we just need to define Oxy-cot. them real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, I got some. You want some? How many? You want six, five? <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> This will make you sleepy. <laughs> this, will, this is great. So if you take enough of the sleepy one, you won't wake up. Um, ah! yep. And pro tip, it's more than you think. Uh, but anyways, oh, there's... My <laughs> so That's immortalized now. It's on the show. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, You're not! But, it, but I've read it's more than 20. Uh, but... Uh, Ryan's Google searches. How much would it take for this how body many, weight? Dude, my Google searches, my Google searches go how from like. How many pills should I wash down with Nyquil? <laughs> like no lie, my Google searches go from like cats with shoes on to like what's happening in Syria to how many pills would it take to OD to like just like down the. Li- it's a it's like weird and confusing time, and no, I'm not killing myself, people. Jesus Christ. So in theory, the idea is there there are four pills. There's a red, blue, white, and black. And you're, uh, there's two spectrums from red to blue and from white to black. White to black is basically hopeful to just demoralized. And that's the spectrum. And then blue to red is basically taking the system uh, in good faith on face value. And <laughs> what did you put in the chat? I'm going to read it out loud. That, I'm glad that when he does kill himself, now we know for sure it was Hillary. <laughs> True. But Hashtag then Hillary. From, from the blue to red, <laughs> the, the blue to red pill is more uh, uh, popular because of the matrix. The red pill is basically the idea that the system around you is specifically working in a way to keep unpleasant people in power. And then the blue one is it's working as intended. Well, like, it's working as intended and it like it's doing the best it can basically um i think the three of us very red pilled and a mixture of white and black pilled i mean it specifically comes from the matrix because if you're very yeah. blue pilled you specifically think that this not only is this system working the best that it can but like it is the it, this is reality there is yeah. no other way of uh functioning for the government or your home personal life etc yeah and like red pills get called conspiracy theorists a lot but it's like when we talk about mk ultra we could call or i get called conspiracy theorist and it's like no this is like the real it's thing on wikipedia that it's is like, about as it's like yeah this is as you can get this is why i am the way the stuff they tell us is horrifying so can you only imagine you know what yeah crazy what was that my freaking thing did that thing that it hasn't done in a long time where it said disc too slow and it stopped the recording oh so i just gotcha. put a spot in so you knew where it happened but now you can hear gotcha. us talking about it, so that'll help you line it up. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. 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 Like those are the pills. Good question. T- so today was which, like a massive white pill for me. But as a whole, let's. Uh, I guess uh, start with Ryan. White pill, black pill. You can only pick one. Uh, white pill. I think it, looking at the people that are in charge and that are our enemies generally, like are being us and like the libertarians and small government people in general looking at our enemies they're so pathetic that if we lose to them we deserve to lose and it just really does take us saying okay well this is like we're done playing this game and we're gonna do our thing what does jake think uh i'm a little bit more black pilled african-american pilled <laughs> that's why i have two because affirmative action um yeah. <laughs> couldn't afford the second one but uh here the go. second one but a white friend of mine gave it to me but he also taxed my mom which is why she was on welfare so that i could have that second pill oh man uh, worth it yeah <laughs> anyway yeah i'm probably more black pilled uh i'm just overall more cynical and the more I learn, the more cynical I get. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. It's funny. There's a person. I don't know if this person listens to, be fair, to our podcast at all. To be fair, but you can be cynical. You can be cynical and red pilled, but also white pilled. 
No, I'm not white pilled. Uh, there's a person okay. who listens to our podcast. <laughs> um, and if this person listens, then like, hi. But they they're 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 really they're super like right wing statist, and they believe that I'm just letting it out there, bro. Um, but they they believe that the government's necessary because you need something to curb the natural evil appetites of man. And what's funny is like the more you learn about this stuff, you more the more you realize that the the natural appetite of man is whether if if we know that it's if your worldview is that it's already bent towards evil then for as long as there is a state there will always be something that can make legal the appetite those those evil appetites and so i kind of struggle then because then people are like well are you an anarchist and i'm like man i am like so anti state it's insane but there is like a part of me that goes like could somebody just jump me in the middle of the road and not be afraid because there there is a part of people that behaves because they are afraid of the violence of the state um i mean it would be it would be decentralized violence and it would be you with a gun like hey if you touch me you're gonna get blasted and also people do that now with the biggest state yeah or maybe and people do that now with uh, a great thing uh i love that michael malice says a lot is that the all of the arguments against anarchism are necessarily an argument against statism. So it's like, well, what if somebody just ran up on me and stabbed me? They do that now, and the the solve rate for murder cases is, like, pathetically low. I think, like, 50% of them get away or something like that. Yeah. It's horrific. It's not good. So, like, e- even if it was, like, slightly worse, and I, th- I think it would be slightly better because you'd see a lot more private firearm ownership and a lot better security and police, but whatever like that stuff happens now um so the idea that it would also happen there is not an argument against anarchism right um it's just hard to like wrap your head around it because like i agree with you but it's just tough because i just realized that like this thing that i hate so much is just going to continue to grow um seeing some of the stuff yeah (laughs) i mean until it collapses but i mean ultimately those guys at the top are likely going to be okay um 100 percent I mean, unless we do like a Gaddafi not to use thing a video and- game as as my example but i've been playing thanks to a friend of mine named caleb he's like you gotta play the last of us it's so good i cried at the end of the second one i was like okay i'll play it and so i've been playing it and it's been so freaking good um very cinematic storytelling but what's interesting is like you've got people dying because of the zombie virus you've got people living in these camps and like all this stuff and the one thing that's surviving is the remnants of what's left of the state and it's just it, i thought that was such an interesting take in the show, in the in the game is that out of everything that collapsed out of the entire like the stock market's gone it's kind of cool the game starts like and you're in a city just outside of austin and so me formerly living in texas it's like the characters are very relatable to me they they remind me of people i know um and like the one thing that survived when literally everything went to crap and people's heads are exploding with fungus spores literally was the state and it's it, a cockroach it, it's just one of those things that makes me go like man this this did you just say cockroach yep yeah yeah it's like i was literally just about to say that it's like the one thing that like i i would love nothing more than for the state to crumble i don't see anything good in i mean i i think the united states is great but i don't think see anything good in our government anymore our representatives don't care about us it's amazing how fast they'll jump on something for political purposes before they'll jump on something that helps us so like andrew yang will sit there and tweet until his butthole starts to burn about how everybody needs to have like (laughs) universal basic income but then the, the democrats have no problem like arguing over that for months when they're they're the ones the government officials are the ones forcing us to not work but then the minute they're like oh well god forbid trump could run again in four years they're like getting that done immediately and i'm like these idiots and people still have faith in them people still look up to them and people still want them to be able to take over their health care people can see that there's potholes in their neighborhood and they still want them to have control over whether what doctors they get to see and whether or not their children get to see those doctors too like the it's just asinine to me and i don't have hope and faith in people anymore from a political standpoint and i don't have hope and faith in the system anymore so i I'm just like, burn it all. I don't care because we're either going to die slow or die fast. And I'd prefer the fast option. I mean, I think you see with the, the populist movements on the right and the left with uh, Trump and Bernie, respectively, you see a lot of people who are re- recognizing that the system is busted and two very different solutions. And I do think at some point um, 
uh, like the, the Democrats are going to do something out there enough that Republicans are going to be like, all right, we're going to start secession efforts. And I do think it would be something like if they gave Puerto Rico or D.C. statehood and electoral college votes. They won't. I guarantee you they won't. Uh, probably not. But then, like, if they did, Texas would be like, all right, I like... Texas we'll never has so many again. Californian cucks living in Austin, Houston, and Dallas. Okay, and it's not going to happen. South Dakota would be like, all right, we're never getting our thing again. We're out. Hopefully. If I knew more about South Dakota, I could poke a hole in that one, too. <laughs> uh, 0% income tax, one of the least regulated states in the country. 3.6% uh, unemployment, which is basically functionally zero as far as economists are concerned. It's killing it. It's really cold, though. With a female leader, but want. she's not female enough because, you know. She doesn't count. Yeah, she was against the lockdowns. So and like anti lockdown, like that enough is a win for me. Like I they never shut down. Heartbeat, right? Never. And then Florida had like very few restrictions, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just cynical, so I'm black pilled. Oh, same. I, I, ju I just think uh, uh, history goes in ebbs and flows of like big uh, empires to smaller uh, countries, and I think we're at like the peak of the empire. Um, and and I'm, I'm hopeful that maybe the American spirit kind of revs back up a little bit. We're, we're kind of running up on time yeah. and like, I almost wish that maybe we can like bring this up in a different episode. Cause I mm -hmm. think we can go down some rabbit holes. I was just going to give like two cents, like white pill in the sense that the, the side that we dislike is destructive and eventually it destroys itself. Right. It's just yeah. a matter of, is it going to happen in our lifetime? Uh, how many people have to suffer because of it? Like that is what makes me a little bit more black pilled for the time being. Yeah. It's just going to suck a lot. <laughs> and people yes. aren't necessarily going to realize the mechanisms, but they are going to see the results of it. So I don't think a secession necessarily will develop like we would think. Like, for example, in California, let's say Los Angeles County, the homelessness and like they might have a tuberculosis outbreak Mm -hmm. that just overwhelms everything uh, in their infrastructure. Yeah. And like that is the end of their government right there. And that essentially will like nullify it and it could lead for a secession within the state. And it could go into those seven diff different districts that I think they actually tried to legislate a couple years ago. Yeah, so they did. So there is an option, but it's always going to come in some really bizarre angle that we'd, we would have never seen coming. Texas could oh, even split sure. up into different sections. I hope so. Uh, we might have... Conservatives a, better get Austin because that's the only green part. The, we're also like excluding the rest of the world. And you still like Taiwan and China might pop off. Liberty-minded Sorry. Word. Uh, China yeah. and Taiwan might pop off. We might get involved. It's going to probably like take out, I don't know, a third of the world's population or something <laughs> like that. And that's going to be like that opportunity to start. Wait, wait, wait. One in three? Which one of us is making it? <laughs> or which one of us is getting taken out? Um, By the government? I mean, all of us. We're all on a list. But like if, if a world war broke out and one in three people died, which one of us would it be? You. For sure. 100%. I don't know, man. Like it's it sucks. Like uh, they might still draft at least one of us, and uh, and the other one or two might go to a FEMA camp. So it really depends. <laughs> Henry's <laughs> going to the camp. Uh, I don't know. Henry's man. not as agreeable as me. Oh, okay. So if if they if they had a draft and they're getting to me in the draft, you two have definitely either been arrested or been sent to war. Because <laughs> I'm yeah, at yeah, the yeah. bottom of the totem pole for drafting. <laughs> it's like me and then children, <laughs> and then like above me <laughs> is women in the handicapped. You know, like I'm I'm right in the middle. <laughs> oh man. Um, but anyway, to to just kind of like wrap up that idea, like the the hopeful side is the. Uh, the mechanisms that exist are there. Like even the Soviet Union after 84 years fell apart. Yeah. You know, like the these the adversary systems are so terrible that they they deconstruct themselves. I'm curious to see how long China will last uh, doing what it's doing. They've got internal struggles. Mm -hmm. uh, Russia right now has internal struggles. We've got internal struggles. It's this weird culmination that we're seeing in Earth's history. And that's what makes me want to talk about Bible stuff. But that's it for our time. Uh, maybe... <laughs> Wow, Henry. <laughs> 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 so they're these horsemen. 
And when they blow on their little trumpets, people die. So then the angels drink the blood, and then the angels cover their eyes with their wings. When they cover their eyes with their wings, that's when the lake of fire opens. But then God says, nah, I'm going to rule for a thousand years. When that's done, that's when the devil's going to be like, nah, son, I'm going to take you out. Then God says, nah, son, opens back up that lake of fire, toss your ass in. Then he gets in there, he goes, ah! God shut it down. God say, now nah, I'm going to reign forever, sons of turds. Kills all the earth, but raises up the, 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 the Christians to be with him in glory. Sets up a new heaven and new earth, and it's all over, and we're not crazy. You don't even have to go even to the to the Revelation story. You can go to Psalms 82, and it's real strange. It says that the sons of God who have been inherited the earth are going to be judged. And it's like, oh, looks like even the banks aren't running this show. <laughs> it's one of the sons of God. Yes, what does that even mean? I have no idea. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bohemian Grove, Bohemian Grove, Bohemian Grove. <laughs> We, we mentioned it on the show a few days ago, but uh, the average lifespan of an empire is 250 years, and there was a stateless society in ancient Ireland from 7,000 to 6,500 BC, and it lasted 500 years. So I'm just saying maybe the ANCAP thing has something to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I guess how long we've been around, Ryan? Uh, 240-ish. 244 years in July. We got six it's more years. It's time to die. It's time to die. It's getting up <laughs> on our time. It's time to die. <laughs> the sons of God are coming for us, and Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Brian's right. done with well, me today. Uh, <laughs> that's, been, uh, <laughs> that's been our show. That's uh, thank you very thank you very, we're all gonna die we we end on that a lot uh thank you very much for listening <laughs> it is an um, inevitable truth <laughs> we are we are a new show From so i guess COVID. that's just that's how we're gonna die it's because we can go to optimus hall or the mall and there's 500 people in there but god forbid some christians sing to jesus outside <laughs> With the, yeah right If you choose to live free and ignore this stuff, uh, life gets better. But uh, thank you very much for us. Uh, like, like just ig- ignore the lockdowns. Like, it's that easy, and it's really fun. Uh, oh. Thank you very much for listening. That's not legal advice, but you know, do what you want. Oh yeah, we should uh, have said that. None of what we said is, is financial advice or legal yeah. advice. <laughs> thank you much, very, very much for listening. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon uh, at the Lunch Boys Pod. Give us your money, please, while it's worth something. Help us with the and, show. Uh, five stars uh, on on iTunes. Four stars. Four stars. We take them and then we send them to our friend. When he loses a star, we buy it back from him. Now we have one extra star. We have now taken yeah. that star, and we will Hell apply yeah. it to the four stars that we initially took from you, and it Hell becomes yeah. a five-star review. It all makes sense. Aim, I was I was like praying to God that you were going to take it and make a short joke about it. Oh, thank Christ. Uh, that's been our show. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Let that. We're all going to die. That's it for this edition of The Lunch Boys. Join us again next time as the boys take one step closer to getting canceled. Bye-bye now. Stay safe out there. There is a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask. Or do not. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it, comrades. See you in Gulag soon, yes? <laughs> you think I kid. I not kid. <laughs>